Hi, I'm Corey of Conversations with Corey, who is ready for raw and honest conversations about life, faith, struggles, and things that bring you joy, things that make you furious. What have you overcome? Where does resilience come from? Join me as I have insightful, honest, and raw conversations with a variety of everyday people walking out their faith in truth and love. I can't wait. See you soon. It's hard when you have to continue to wait on the Lord, but he says when you wait upon the Lord, your strength gets renewed. Right. And so every day coming to him and saying, I need you to renew me, Lord. Yeah. I need you to fill me up. Mm-hmm. And and so one day came and a house opened up for us. And it never really felt like home home like yeah. the other house did. And I kept waiting for that. So there was a disappointment for yeah. sure. I yeah. kept thinking, well, maybe God has something better for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he really had was this long season of trials where he stripped me and he taught me to lay everything down. Yeah. He was he was refining me. He was testing me and he was pruning me. You know, yeah. John 15, 2 says that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. But every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so it can bear more fruit. Right. So either way, you're getting pruned. it's like either stick out your branch or i'll come get it for you yes totally and this is the thing is people aren't willing to be pruned by god so they never get to see the fruit right right we have to be willing and when we come to him and we sign up and we say hey we're gonna lay our lives down that means you do it again and again and again Mark chapter 10, verses 29 through 30 says, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house. He specifically says house. Yeah. Or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake. Right. And for the good sake. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. Yeah. Not necessarily in heaven, but now in this time. Right. Houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, farms, lands, with persecution, and yep. in the world to come, eternal life. Yeah. So there is this promise I kept holding on to that says, I laid down my house for your sake. Yeah. I laid it down. And I did not know when God would raise it back up again. So now I'm in something that feels like second best. And I'm still having to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so true, though? We have to get over ourselves a lot. <laughs> like, oh, this is not it. But yet it's teaching us patience. It's teaching us perseverance. It's teaching us trust. All the things that don't come. Those are not things that come easily taught. No. And you can't you can't no. learn them except through experience. There's right. certain exactly. things that you just have to experience for yourself. If God says, lay your life down and I'll, I'll raise you up, well, you'll never actually know what it feels like to be raised up if you don't lay down. Mm-hmm. And, and I, 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 know for, I know for me that anytime that 
I felt like I'm supposed to lay my life down and 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 for like and for my husband or for my family or for whatever it's always been a it's always been a choice and it's always been rewarded with such a deep understanding of of love that is beyond or a sacrifice or trust that's beyond what I've ever known before it changes you because you didn't know that kind of um, love or trust existed. That's you true. think you do, but you do. You don't. You don't. Unless and you're until you do it. <laughs> yes. Unless you put yourself in a place that feels stupid and vulnerable, and the world around you condemns. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I never would have known what it felt like to see the supernatural hand of God move during a birth if I never put myself in the place of vulnerability to lay my life down as a living sacrifice where the only right. hope was God moving. Right, right. I would never know what it looks like to get out on the other side of this and experience the blessing that followed this journey. Right. If I did not walk through this fire, I didn't right. have to say yes. That's right. what everyone kept trying. They kept trying to get me to tap out from following him. Even believers. Right. Just end this whole thing. But God is telling me to do it. Yeah. And, and that's what is amazing to me. <laughs> is that people think, even believers think trials are bad. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're there to produce something in you. Mm-hmm. That, that will, will change you. And it, it, it's amazing because it says that People think, ugh, I get so worked up about this. Okay, Romans 8.30, it says, and those he predestined, he also called. Right. And those he called, he also justifies. Those he justifies, he glorifies. So we're called before he does any of this stuff in our lives. It's not like we have to work up ourselves to have enough good things that we're doing to be qualified. Right. He, He justifies us because yeah. we are called. Yeah, that's so good. So so God's not just trying to fix us for the <laughs> next best thing. It's like we spiritualize our works and convince ourselves that God has an aversion to our humanity or lack of perfection. Right. But when we go through these trials, we see that it's his love that is purifying the gold of who we are and he's taking out everything inside of us that was never meant to be there so right. we could freely walk in all God has called us to steward. Right. And we don't have to avoid avoid um, the trials as if we don't have a understanding father, right? That that wouldn't understand, that wouldn't help us through, that was going to abandon us, leave us, or in pity us. We have a a good father who knows beginning from end, and actually, actually knows we will succeed if we don't give up. We will succeed. We will, we will get to the place we're supposed to get to. We don't have to worry about, about missing it because God isn't set us up to fail. Right. He set us up to succeed as long as we continue walking with him. Right. We're more than conquerors through him. Right. It's so good. So, so we get to this house. And I don't remember how long we're there before we get this crazy snowstorm. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. 
<laughs> we got three feet. I think it was overnight, and the right. whole town shuts down. No electricity. We cannot use our fireplace. <laughs> right. Freezing cold. Can't drive. Power lines down. What the heck? <laughs> you know what I keep thinking of? You know, in the Wizard of Oz, it says lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! <laughs> totally. <laughs> Fires and her hurricanes and no, snowstorms. It's like at some point you're just kind of like you're gonna have to laugh. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So this comes. Wow. And it's like okay, the one that was the the nail in the coffin for me was the tornado that was forming over my house. Yes. That one kind of freaked me out because I'm I'm getting my kids ready for bed and all of a sudden. I, like what is that sound and it sounds like someone has a baseball bat on top of my roof yeah and they're just hitting it and and I look out front and there's softball size hails exploding all over my lawn yeah and I see this rotation and I'm going I turn to Keith and I go you don't think and as I say that my phone starts going warning take shelter (laughs) tornado i'm sorry what (laughs) i was just you couldn't write a better script for a movie than this you couldn't doesn't get better (laughs) you couldn't i I mean go to google look up tornado reading yes what year was this 2019 honestly okay i grew up in that area i've never heard of a tornado never because they don't exist and it only forms over my house that's the only place i mean i felt like i could touch it the cloud felt so low yeah the sky drops oh my gosh yeah so that happens and then the lightning storm thing happens where there's like i don't even know as far as the eye could see in all directions dozens of lightning bolts going around all over in all directions right I was just so confused. <laughs> I was so, so at the end of my rope. And I'm going, Lord, what is happening? <laughs> and I I mean, I never knew that I would truly need to draw from the God who calms the storms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and then we go down, we visit family in Orange County and an earthquake happened there and I mean it just it was never ending for like nine months for us right it was this hard season of trials and weird weather it was bizarre I'm like coast to coast where can I run (laughs) right so I was at the end of my rope and then after this we felt like it was sad but we got our stuff from our storage unit and our insurance company met us out there and we we opened it up and i remember rolling open the the garage and all this ash and such just poured out oh. and i saw my baby's crib in there that i was supposed to have her in one day when she would get out of my bed and yes um you know her dresser and her little baby clothes and and I had dreamed about this day for so long of right. just, just finally, finally, and to see it was all ruined. It Ugh. was so hard. It was so hard. And we had that policy, and so they really um, 
covered a lot of those things like our mattresses and the couches and all that stuff so and I was able to save these little baby items and right but it was heartbreaking to see everything that you have just ruined right and how much you lay down and it's all gone and to feel like we got second best with this rental and we still didn't feel like home and we walked through hell and high water right and God was faithful. He was good, but I'm not, I'm not pretending it wasn't hard. Right. And there was times that I would cry because I said, God, I just want to love you well. And I want to serve you well. And I, whatever you want to do, like you have full access to my heart and it bothers me that I'm not perfect. Like I'm not doing this every day with a smile on my face. I'm doing this with tears or I'm doing it sometimes really upset or really hormonal. But I'm still saying yes. Yes. And so we end up leaving that house and we find the only house we can find because now we are finally moving back to my dream to live in Orange County, (laughs) which is where I'm from. I love it there. It's my home. So we move into this teeny tiny short-term rental like a couple months before COVID came. (laughs) (laughs) Like the world is like, oh, no, we're all Interpretation. The earth is angry. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I'm like, oh gosh. Okay. I feel like I was just a prophetic picture of like what the whole world is about to to walk through. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, and here I am still laying it down, laying it down. And so we, that house closed. This is just the craziest story. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think this was real. So, so we go and we, we finally found this other home. And this home was awesome. Like after this, we found this home. I don't remember how many square feet it was. It was like a mile from the ocean. It had right. this beautiful yard. It was in the skated neighborhood. I mean, it was just a rental, but I was like, awesome. We are so excited. And I have this dream. <laughs> and this dream was, there was this demon in my closet and it was taunting me Mm. and it was like and this was right before we moved in probably a week or two before and this demon is like saying stuff to me and I grab it by its throat and I take it down to the ground (laughs) and I said in the name get out of my closet and I never (laughs) forgot this dream and so we move in and I'm so excited and I am putting everything away my closet is so big at this house and And I I just notice I feel extra eerie in there. Like, why does my closet feel so creepy? And it's not just from this dream. Like, it just had this chill about it. And this eerie off feeling. I, you know, I have history with some of the stuff like this. So I, I knew, I knew this was like a principality issue here. Right. And I remember, you know, Unpacking, and all of a sudden, my neighbors all down my street, and we are not in the south, we are in South Orange County, not in the south, so it's not common for your neighbors to say hi to you. Right. But I had neighbors like four or five houses down coming over and being like, We are so glad you're here, introducing themselves. Oh, it's so nice to see a family. And I'm after a while going, like, Why are y'all so excited I'm here? (laughs) In the south. Why are you so excited? Hmm. So 
this house was, like I said, it was my breakthrough house. I was so excited. Well, come to find out, this guy and his brother were bunked up in this renting from the, the owners and they were doing some illegal business. Yeah. They were stealing money from people and they were running some sort of like a con thing. Yeah. And the DEA was on to this guy. So the DEA is camped out in front of our house <laughs> before us. Right. And the guy knows. So he runs up into a, in a closet and he takes a knife and he goes from the top of his neck down his stomach <gasps> in the closet. Oh, wow. And I did not know about this until after we moved in. So I'm like, no wonder I feel so, so weird in my closet. Yeah. So I come to find out the man lived. He was fine. The ambulance came. They took him away. Um, but he attempted suicide in our closet. Right. So I start, I say, Lord, I'm going to not be afraid. <laughs> so I go down and I literally lay on the floor <laughs> in the closet <laughs> and I put worship on. And I'm just, I'm, I'm forcing myself to stay there, even though I want to leave this house God gave me. And I go, Lord, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to worship you. And I turn and I actually see blood. And in, in the physical, like I had Keith clean it up. It was pretty traumatic. They wow. had redone all the floors. They had repainted. I don't know how this got knit. But I'm going like, at first I'm like, God, why would you give me a house after all this? Right. Like this. And he was teaching me, like, I don't give bad gifts, but I've I've called you to shift the atmosphere. Like, that's your kingdom purpose in yeah. this world. Wow. You change atmospheres. And so so that was that was really wild. We went through this wow. journey of learning to be grateful and thankful for something that felt so evil and wicked yeah. and was yeah. supposed to again be a promise. Um, <laughs> and that was also the house where Michaela had her accident at. Right. I don't know if we have time to get into that. But um it was it was through this trial and this journey that God actually open up the door for us to purchase at home never get to live in their yeah. entire lives nevertheless at our ages to be able to purchase right. Right. Um, I mean to see on everything that we laid down and we would walk into this house and it didn't even feel real I mean it was mm -hmm. so beautiful we were surrounded by all these people that spent their whole lives working to be able to get this and to see what we walked we walked through and how we were just living in an, an apartment or on food stamps not that many years prior there's no right. way that we should have been able to purchase this house for our first home right and to see that he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses like mark 10 says we yeah. got to experience the fulfillment of that word I believe because we said yes and went through this refining fire and we went through this journey with the Lord of trials and we said yes, even when our yes wasn't beautiful, when it wasn't pretty, mm -hmm. he pulled through. That certainly comes when you say yes to God. Wow. This is so true. Yeah. Wow. 
That is so, what a crazy journey. And that was all in like, how, what's the span of time from that beginning uh, to this part? So I delivered my youngest in 2018. Uh, we went to South Carolina and into the hotel that year. In yeah. the beginning of 2019, we found our first rental in Reading. Also right. moved into those other two homes that right. year following. Wow. So, oh, I'm sorry. No, 19 was the rental and then COVID beginning of 2020. <laughs> and then that's when we moved into the other house. Wow. And then purchased our, our home in 2021. Wow. That was a lot. So that three, was a lot in three, three years. years. Three, three years. years of just of just believing and then waiting to see and then saying yes and saying yes and saying yes and saying okay and that, you know <laughs> wow yeah so what do you feel that that God taught you that you needed to know, that you needed to learn, and how has that changed you now? He desires to refine us so we can sustain all that he's called us to. Yeah. He does it for love. He yeah. wants us to know more than anything who we yeah. are and who he is. Right. And if I don't know who I am, if a right. trial happens and I question everything about me or everything about the Lord, my feet are not on good soil. Right. And if he's called you to steward whatever it might be, as big and wild as your imagination would ever go and more, we right. have to be willing to be strengthened. Right. If we aren't willing to sacrifice and lay our lives down, how are we going to be able to be raised up? Right. It says that if... If you're not willing to take up your cross and follow him, we're not worthy of him. Right. And if and if one who has found his life will lose it, and then the one who has lost his life on my account will find it. Yeah. So so if we want to walk in our we're all about live life hard and fast and have money and have all these crazy things in life. Mm-hmm. You're not building your life on soil, but if or good soil, but if God actually has that for you, you have to be willing to be pruned. Right. And, and we're in such a culture and a rat race where we don't actually slow down. So when we when we can enjoy the fruit God gives us, we can fully enjoy it, knowing this is from God. It's not from me. It's not my doing. I didn't get me here. Right. So I don't have to sustain it. I can actually live in breakthrough with peace. Right. I can live in breakthrough with joy. Because I know that this isn't my doing, but it's a perfect gift from my father who generously and graciously gave it to me when I didn't have good things in my heart. I didn't earn it. Right, right. I didn't earn it. That's that whole verse in Romans 8.30. It's like, he called me and so he justified and then he perfects me later, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm already called. And we're in a place of rest. And that is the most beautiful gift to know that no matter what season we're in, no matter what part of the story we're in, we can enter his rest. And we can know that we are being kept and we're being and we're safe and we're being cared for. And just, you know, someone said if it if um if it looks like everything's, you know, over and you're but whenever it looks like everything's over, but you're not yet at the end, 
it's not over yet. Like there's, right. it's not over till it's over. Right. And, and I think a lot of us give up and lose hope, lose faith in the middle of all those things. Like I just give up, like you, and we accuse, we accuse God and then we work for our own, whatever we think our own, um, good is. And we don't interest and we do what you said was the rat race, but, or we just do the, the doubt race. Right. All of it. <laughs> and, um, and you know what I think? I think even if God hadn't given you all those things, you still would have said yes. Absolutely. And again, because I love right. him. Right. And I think, yeah. 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 So good. I, yeah. I was just saying like, I laid down the things most in this world. Yeah. It's my home. I, yeah. I care more about that than anything. Yeah. And I was willing to go through whatever it took. I didn't know he was going to reward me. Yeah. I didn't know that was coming. It wasn't like I had a prophetic promise that one day I'm going to have a dream home. <laughs> All I knew was that what I left behind and what I don't have yet. <laughs> you know, and that it's just yes today and it's going to be yes tomorrow, whether I'm crying or I'm happy or I'm faithful and strong. And there yeah. were days I got crazy amounts of revelation and I felt with so much power. And there was other days where I just felt so weak. Right. Yeah. But, you know, first Corinthians, this is honestly one of my favorite verses. First Corinthians two, nine, it says things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for to love him. Yeah. And it's like, gosh, he's prepared so much stuff for us. So, that surpasses all of our imaginations, but we're not always willing to do what it takes to get there. Right. And we do it because of love. That That's part of getting there. Is <laughs> whatever right. we do is we do because we love. Right. It's not to manipulate him. Man, that's and, so and good. He, yeah, he knows what our hearts need. He knows how long our trials need to last. I wish my trial didn't years. And you know, there was a plenty of other things that were the enemy's jobs in there, like, you know, my daughter, I, I'm not going into detail here, but she got caught in fire. Like we were doing s'mores in the backyard. Right. She had first, second and third degree burns. And I was in and out of the burn unit for months while all this is going yeah. on. I remember that. So, so to say that, that this was all easy or it, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. But that's because the enemy, he was like, he knew I was being tried. And so it was like, if I could just get her to say, tap out. Yeah. And it's like, no, my daughter ended up having an amazing recovery, a miraculous recovery, which, you know, we won't even go into all the details now. It was just amazing to see. <laughs> and then see the, the faithfulness of God's provision has been right. so consistent, even in the midst of pain, like seeing the insurance company, seeing the hotel room, seeing the space that God made for us, seeing that God set my husband up to be able to work from home three months before COVID. I mean, right. there was so much provision in the middle right. of it. Yeah, and I think, you know, too, um, your faith, it, it, the only way, it, it's, it, our faith grows when we're tested. Absolutely. You know, it says, what is that verse? Pre uh, pressed. Um, yes. Pressed. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that in James? Perplexed. Yeah. But like, but yet, like, you know, but not crushed. It, 
but not crushed, right? It's like we are pressed. We it does feel like we're being crushed, but we're not being crushed. It does feel like we're being um, tried, but we're actually being refined like gold. And it it does it doesn't feel necessarily feel good, but it is good. You're right, Karina. It's we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Oh, I love that. Struck down, but not destroyed. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Right. And I think what I think losing we don't lose heart is is the is the finality of trusting in God because we've seen his faithfulness we've seen how he we haven't been destroyed he is we've faithful very extremely he is faithful, faithful. Yeah. this is the thing when we micromanage our lives we never allow ourselves to see his faithfulness right right when we don't when we when we don't step out in faith we don't see his faithfulness correct correct right. yeah it's easier for us to just stay safe and you know and and make the easier moves than it is to trust in god and throw caution to the wind it doesn't mean to go out and be irresponsible but it does mean listen to your father's voice and we know his voice right we know his voice right i always say like it's trust is like is like walking up to a building and and we don't know really what's around that corner we can't see it right but we know we're supposed to turn right and we don't know what that's going to come. We don't know what's on the other side of that corner. We can't see. But but God knows beginning from end. And his plans for us are always good. Always good. Always. And so there is that there is that knowing that that steadfastness of that knowing that keeps us um, solid and rooted and centered in his love that Ugh. I mean, I would like I, I wouldn't wish some of the things that that I have had to experience in my life on on anybody. But on the other hand, um, I feel privileged to have understood a deeper love and a deeper trust and a deeper faith, because I, I definitely can't go into a church anymore and warm a pew. <laughs> because I just don't feel. I, I, yeah, never the same. Well, friend, this was an amazing conversation, and I am so grateful for you and for the way that God has used um, all these trials into triumph in your life and how we can walk victoriously through these things and and come out, come out more beautiful, come out stronger, come out um, with a greater testimony of faith. And I'm really proud of you because I know as a young mom, you know, you just kept going. Your kids are just lovely. And that's a testimony to your God's faithfulness in your life, but also to your trusting him. So I miss you and I'm so excited for the future. <laughs> You're not so far from me anymore. So I know. I know. I not that moved, far. For those who don't know, I moved a second yeah. time. Actually, sold our dream home. That's a long yeah. story. But yeah, yeah. So you're 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 a little closer to me now than you used to be. In fact, I think you're even closer than if I were to drive from my hometown down to like Los Angeles because California is so long. I think you're closer. <laughs> I think you are. It's crazy I, you to- probably are. 
I think we are. I think we're like nine hours apart now. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, closer than Orange County to Reading. So. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how when you're in California, you're like, oh, yeah, just going, to, going down to L.A., it's like 12 hours or something. It is. And here, you can go like four hours and cross like five states. <laughs> it, it it honestly amazes me. In the little time that we went here, I went down to Florida. I'm like, I saw these new states for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Florida's beautiful. But, um... Anyway, it was a uh, it was good talking to you. Thank you so much for being on conversation with Corey, and thanks for sharing your testimony. And I know it's going to really um, encourage other people. Thank you. I really hope it does. It would be nice, you know. It's always nice to see when God uses your pain for benefit. Yes. For, in any capacity. <laughs> yes. All right. So friend. thank you so much, Corey. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Corey. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Have a wonderful day. See you next time.